0: Well, it's just keep on coming for adults of a certain age and a certain demographic. Uh, we're, we've talked a couple of times over the past week or so about um parents with kids of, you know, like post-secondary, like 20s in their 20s, roughly. And, and the added cost that they've been facing with that. Financial advisors, as we told you last week, are actually telling some families, hey, you know what you need to do is let the kids live at home until they're like 30. That's how they can save up for a down payment for a house. So, okay, well, the, how are you going to work that out? How much that going to cost? Because basically it means the parents continue footing the bill that much longer so the kid doesn't have to. And then we had a conversation about um, post-secondary education and how almost three-quarters of Canadians feel it's their responsibility to at least in some part help their kids pay for post-secondary education so your kids are costing you a whole bunch of money. What about the other end? The other side of the equation, what about your parents, right? So you're paying for the kids on one side, or are you paying for your parents on the other? Yeah, it happens. It happens quite a bit. Uh, parents don't have the savings needed for retirement. They've outlived their savings, whatever the case may be. Something arises where costs get all out of whack. The adult kids have to step in to keep things afloat. It's happening. There's some surveys around it. And Rob Carrick is a personal finance columnist for the Globe and Mail who's been looking to, into that and joins us now. Rob, thank you for your time. I appreciate you joining us today. No problem. Glad to do it. Yeah, so these these fundings or not these fundings, these surveys into the how the kids are funding their parents, it shows that it's almost exclusively because it's a matter of retirement. There's just not enough money. They didn't save enough. They outlived their savings. Whatever the case may be, they just don't have money to fund their own retirement, right?
1: Yes. You know, I asked in the survey I did in my newsletter. Um Are you supporting your parents? And if so, what is the main reason? And I put a thousand different reasons out there like divorce, um, uh, medical issues, um, all kinds of things. And two-thirds of people said none of those. It's either they ran out of money or they outlived their money or they didn't save enough. So it was really a retirement Savings deficiency is like two thirds of the cases, and you know, like I, w- I when I went into this, I would never have dreamed it would have been that high. I would yeah. have thought it maybe would have been a small sliver, and then we would have seen oh, health issues. I thought divorce would be huge, it wasn't. Um, it's retirement. That's the number one reason why uh, adult kids are having to support their parents financially. And when we talk about
0: kids having to support their parents, what's that look
1: like? I mean, how do they do that? Do they do they pay
0: bills? Is it straight up? Hey, we're going to put you on a, an allowance for lack of a better term. Uh, how how does it look in terms of
1: kids supporting their parents? Okay, so the number one answer was what I term periodic cash infusions. In other words, they give them random amounts of cash. Basically, 4 in 10 said they're doing that. Um, a surprising number are helping their parents with their cell phone bills or with transportation. Um, uh, helping with rent is not unusual. Helping with... Um, The cost of a retirement home or a long-term care home or home care that's that's uh, fairly common as well Um, then there's little little things that people are doing little random things like uh, people are helping with their car loans they're helping with other other debt that they have they're helping with travel costs um, but I think the, the most common one is they're just providing cash on an as-needed wow. basis. That's sort of the number one thing.
0: What about just saying, you know, let's cut all that out, just come live with me. That's it. I mean, <laughs> there is no more rent. Yep. There is no more Wi-Fi. I'll take care of all of it.
1: Yeah, about ten percent said uh, their parent lives with them. Yeah, that's that's big. And I think multi. You know, you were talking off the top about how uh, young adults and what they're up against, and I've written a lot about that. Yeah. And I think multi generational housing solves their problem, and it also solves the problem of the seniors who maybe uh, run out of retirement money, live together. Maybe uh, the seniors can provide some daycare for the grandkids. The uh, the grandkids and the and the adult kids of the of the seniors can provide elder care for the for the seniors. I, I think that idea has some legs, and it seems like some people are starting to, yep. to try it out. You
0: can see a lot of advantages to it. You're absolutely right. you a sort of got a lot of built-in cost-cutting measures right there. Now, when you talk about what they're doing, like you say, I mean, it's all over the map. There's all kinds of different levels here. But on average, any idea how much is being spent by, you know,
1: Canadians of my age to support their parents? Yeah, the um, the dollar amount was um, so about, um, let's see, I'm just looking at no. Most people were spending about five to ten thousand dollars uh, a year. Um, a few, a handful, were spending as much as a hundred thousand. And um, wow, uh, yeah, yeah, no, I know, I know. And um, there was a fair chunk, about thirty percent, who were in the ten to 50, ten thousand to fifty thousand dollar range. So, it, the people who are doing it, it's not insignificant. No, you know, it's a four figure amount. It could be a five figure amount. Okay, so
0: what do we learn from this, Rob? This is the thing, right? Like, I mean, all of us out there have parents, every single one of us. Uh, What do we need to do to, I mean, you may still end up in that situation, but how do you mitigate it? How do you prepare for it? What do we need to be doing here?
1: Well, what I said is that anybody over the age of 30 should schedule a chat with your parents and find out how they're doing on retirement savings. Uh, Find out what they have where is the money? Do they have a pension? How much is the pension going to be? Have they been putting money in RRSPs? Um, when they retire, what do they expect to generate the cash that they'll live on? Of course, they'll, they'll probably have CPP and OAS, but that uh, as everybody finds out when they start retirement, is that's just sort of a piece. That's a foundational amount. You need to stack on top of that in many cases. So what have your, what have your parents got? Um, is there time to get them to save more for retirement? Are they doing okay and you've got no worries? Um, does it look like you may have to have the move-in with you know, I think it's way better to find out, uh, you know, 10 years before they retire than, than waiting to hear that or waiting to sort of see them struggle and then having to jump in there and, and rescue the ship at that point.
0: Yeah, you're absolutely right. It gives both parties involved here maybe a chance to uh, start planning a little bit better. Like if it, if it looks like, OK, I'm going to be on the hook for this down the road, you've got an opportunity to prepare for that as well.
1: Totally, you know. And one thing I should throw into the mix here is that in some cultures, it's very normal for kids to help support the parents, sure. and uh, it's just considered normal and, a co- and and part of life. I was actually surprised I didn't hear more about that in the survey. It was sort of a, a one of the smaller answers, but it is a factor out there. And in some families, it's it's accepted from the time kids you know graduate, move into the workforce, that that is something. But among the many financial obligations they have, supporting the parents will be part of it.
0: Yeah, exactly. I think you're right. It, it and, and you know what, there are advantages. It can be be done but I think you're right Rob uh, I'll looking ahead and, and sort of having a little sit down and a conversation so everybody knows what's
1: happening probably a yeah, really work- really good idea I work on no surprises are the best surprises, so uh, get out in front of this. And uh, you mentioned something off the top that's worth highlighting is the sandwich issue of supporting parents and yeah. adult kids. I've looked into the number of parents who are supporting adult kids. It's staggering. You know, it's just not talked about that much. Um, but it's not just house down payment. It's like helping kids with rent. It's helping them with groceries. And the same thing, the mirror image is happening with seniors. So, but the question though then, Rob, is, are, are we creating
0: a generation of people? You know, my age, I'm 52 years old. I'm, I'm that sandwich generation. I've got the kids that are in their 20s. I've got parents that are in their 70s. So, uh, fortunately, I'm not dealing with some of these, these issues that you're mentioning. But those who are, I mean, aren't they going to be shortchanging themselves? Could they not be just creating more problems for themselves down the road?
1: You know what I think? I think these sandwich people are really up against it, and they're going to have to manage this with great care. And you know, you have obligations to your parents and you have the obligations to your kids. But what are the core obligations, and what are the add-ons? Like, I would not like to see any uh, anybody get themselves into financial jeopardy because they paid for a house down payment for their kids. That's something that's a luxury item, and I don't think anyone anyone any parent is obligated to do that. And I understand the the desire to do it, but. First, secure yourself and your parents uh they're not i think those in some ways come ahead of your kids because your kids have a whole lifetime ahead of them sure. and if they can't buy a house of 25 maybe 30 or 35 you could buy a house of 35 it's just fine but the the parents are a little more fragile and i think may, that may be where um some of the some of the efforts have to go i don't know i mean every family is different so I, I but that's why i encourage people to talk to your parents and find out where things stand
0: yeah i think you're absolutely right and preparation is the key rob good stuff really appreciate the chat today thank you sir